0: By the way, I just released my ebook, Harness the Power of Podcasting. To get a free copy, just go over to Mikosantos.co slash free book. That is M I K O S A N T O S dot
1: co slash free book. This podcast is brought to you by Kangaroo Fern Productions, Australia's independent podcast management. Book a call at www.cangroofern.com slash book now. A Gorilla Podcast Syndicate Production.
0: Make your content accessible and inclusive to
2: the Deaf community. Deaf and Terp Training Services provides sign language interpretation for
0: your vlogs, podcasts, webinars, and other online content. Visit our website at deafandterp.com. Coming up next on Miko Santos Inside Job Mindset that most of these
2: podcasters are really amazing so uh, I mean all of them in fact uh, because podcast is really you know anyone who starts something as a podcast are are really like I, I personally believe are the are are like the change, you know, the, those who will change the world are like they, they spread the good news. So I personally believe that that they're doing something good and someone actually needs to hear those people because they're experts in their fields, they're or they're trying to be, uh, you know, or they're trying to learn more. So, you know, just be in that mindset to learn and uh, you'll love the job. Uh, for me, I love learning and earning at the same time. And, you know, I love audio. Uh, editing as a way i want to mix you know i want to make people sound better and i, I love the the whole thing about mixing mastering uh, so i think that's it you just have to love that those parts and if you don't then maybe editing is not for you
0: hello Yuminista. this is Miko santos before podcasting and blogging I used to be a journalist for 20 years, researching complicated issues or science which most people would not have the time or access to the information. This podcast is an insightful conversation with people at the top of their game and deconstruct them
1: to find the tools, tactics, and tricks to help you achieve your dream goal. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with the mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcast and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com.
0: Good evening, good day, or whatever you are. So welcome to another episode of Nico Santos Inside Job. For this episode we're talking about still we're talking about podcasting you know it's it's a big trend right now is the podcasting so there should be a video podcasting now there's an apple subscription there's a lot of happening in podcasting but today we're talking about inside the podcasting so if you try to listen on spotify there's a good audio there's a good storytelling so who is behind this podcast podcast show say we have a podcast manager we have a podcast VA we have a podcast editor so there's a lot of people involved in creating one show of a podcast this time on inside job we're talking about podcast editor and how to become a podcast editor of course one of the best podcast editor around the globe, and especially because he got how much is 150 podcasts that he already produced, wow, for seven years. So please welcome Dave Visaya. How are you, Dave? Hello. Hello. Thank
2: you so much for having me here. It's an honor to be part of this amazing podcast. So yes, 150, pero uh, it's been... Uh, uh, you know, all over the span of my career, no. But uh, currently, I handle over around eighty uh, clients per per month on a regular basis. Because a consistent podcast is the key. I mean, consistent, <laughs> consistent release of shows is the key to a successful podcast, right? So, yeah,
0: that's right. So, how did you get involved in podcasting? So, I'm just trying to look into your profile and your bio. You are a nurse. How is the nurse become a podcast editor?
2: All right. So uh, I myself uh, is questioning that. (laughs) How did that happen? (laughs) Totally different field. But actually, I have a background story that I have been, uh, I was a frustrated musician. Actually, I was part of a rock and roll band back in the days when I was, in high school and college and you know for after graduating i played in a band uh, not the famous band at all we play local gigs but i enjoyed it i played a guitar so i'm a guitarist and i played uh, you know lead guitar so of course you're into music you're also going to be interested with creating songs actually we play original songs in our band uh, rock songs so of course, you, you, ha- you know, I, I tinkered around audio editing, uh, like creating your own songs. So I used GarageBand before. I used uh, apps that I forgot already. There's a Sony Vegas and all those apps. But yeah, and also surrounded myself with, uh, with local musicians, like uh, who really has a studio. So my uh, uncle. Who plays in a rock band in uh, in the Philippines called uh, Franco He's also the guitarist of that band, so he has taught me a lot of good things about uh, audio production and you know just seeing and observing, and drinking on the side while watching them doing their work. So I kind of have an idea of how where to plug things, right? So, so th- so that was th- that was really weird because I never became a nurse, Miko. So coming from the Philippines. Uh, we were thought to travel abroad and and you know get the greener pasture outside of the country. Well, I'm blessed that I was not. I mean, maybe it's a good life out there. Uh, you're in Australia, but uh, for I don't know. I have. Uh, I'm just maybe happy as well to stay here with family and all to to uh, <laughs> to do this thing, this uh, podcasting. Thanks to podcasting that I'm still here and able to provide. Uh, still and have a pretty decent life in a way
0: so what is your how did you start it did you went to an internship or oh, i want to be a podcast editor i I can do it
2: <laughs> so uh i was lucky enough because i was a va so i worked uh, for those of you who don't know what a va is it's a virtual assistant and uh I think back in 2010, 2009, in fact, I was starting already. So I did this black hat SEO writing. So I just did any gig actually after graduating and I was volunteering as a nurse. So during that time, I learned about you can earn money online. So I just did that. I created my Odesk account and that's where I found out about this company or work as a VA, chat support, email support, forum admin. And I've been with them and they started a podcast. They were actually at around the 30th episode. So it's fairly new. So if you if they they release weekly, they never miss a week ever since. but uh, so that means around how many almost uh, you know half a year of doing podcasts and uh, I you know they needed help with that because the hosts are getting busy, the company is getting bigger. So they were looking for someone to do the podcast edits and they were doing it themselves, the host. So there are two hosts. So the one who was the lesser host, <laughs> who was not the founder of the company, was the one doing it. And you know I was responding to that guy as a, his VA. So he's like, okay, do this. And what's your strength? And I'll, oh, I, I actually have a background in music. So, oh, this is gonna be easy for you. So, and that's it, that, that all started it. I, so I did GarageBand uh, as a start. And did that for five episodes, 10 episodes, and you know I got a hang of it. He taught me like everything about podcast editing, like that host of his fair knowledge of what to do, right? The basic what to cut and all that stuff. But of course, uh, as an enthusiast uh, and also ones who really to uh, level up my skill and, uh, and the show in itself that uh, coming from that passion of really helping them. I did my own research. I did my, you know, I really dig deep to it, uh, even to courses about podcasts or audio editing, audio engineering in general. And that's how I got here, <laughs> uh, from one client to another and forming
1: a team to help more and more. This podcast is brought to you by Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate, powered by Kangaroo Fern Media Lab. Kangaroo Fern is Australia's independent video and podcast management agency with the mission to help individuals and entrepreneurs to start their own podcasts and harness the power of podcasting. Book now via www.kangaroofern.com.
0: What do you feel when you've done your first editing to your first podcast show? How do you feel that? (laughs)
2: <laughs> that that first podcast edit because uh it actually took me eight hours just to edit and what i and when i pass it he has to return it back because it didn't pass at all it it's it, so i should have note of that what episode that was i should listen to that again it was so uh you know when you do the first cutting i don't know if you edit your own show by the way but if you do you realize that you get too, uh, OC obsessive compulsive about it. Like you cut it so much to the point that there's no natural pauses, which is a common mistake, uh, for those who I train to edit, uh, with my team. So it's a beginner mistake. So it it was, uh, I felt that I was lucky because the hosts were really amazing with what they're doing but yeah and they were forgiving you know <laughs> and which is a it's a good way for me to uh, you know re- really have this leeway and uh, a chance to grow my skill over with them and grow with them and yeah i'm still doing it until today so it's, uh, it's a it's fun process
0: i should say that's great so what what is the best thing about podcasting as an as a podcast editor
2: So, uh, the best thing is you actually earn money while doing something, right? So, uh, who would have thought, uh, you know, 10 years ago, 12 years ago, there were no such thing as podcasts. I mean, there were. I mean, podcasts actually started, if I'm not mistaken, 2003, 2005 or something like that. So. Uh, I ha- I actually have that in my one of my slides, but yeah. So the podcast in itself started quite a long while, but there no one actually saw the value of it. You know, no, there was no mobile internet yet. Uh, our, our mobile phones are not able to handle those audio level listening, but it all changed when uh, you know there there was mobile. Uh, you know, iPhones were built, uh, getting better and better. And we can now listen not just on Apple, but also on other apps. So it became pretty big. So, of course, a lot of, uh, um, you know, influencers and those who not necessarily influencers, the one who started podcasts in general, back when I was still starting out, there were there were quite a few, but they were from business you know, business people who wants to market their brand. So th- those were the first few people who adapted it, and there were some outliers, of course, like uh, th- those who are not yet. You know, Brandon Burchard and all those uh, entrepreneur on fire guy. So he he started his show, and he's like, there was that was a great, it was a blue ocean, if I should say. There's no com- much competitor, so that was it, and. Everyone thought that they can't do podcasting, but now it's a different kind of game. Everyone can start a podcast like a YouTube channel. You can do it. So that's where we're at. So the, the need for everyone helping in the production of podcasting is getting bigger and bigger. So I think that's a great part. And I think it's a blue ocean. Uh, going back to that, there's going to be more and more opportunities uh, as we move forward in the next couple of years as this podcasting grows. It's fairly new. I would say
0: it's still in infancy even quite long time already. Um, Next question I have is for people who, because of the pandemic, a lot of people are starting doing a podcasting. So what is your advice to them? If they want to start just a podcast, one show.
2: Okay. So it's going to be a lot of work. (laughs) It's a lot of work. Uh, And that's one thing I think also YouTube channel, if you want to start or any, any endeavor, actually like a blog or something. So you have to take consideration of that because it's not, it's not like a walk in the park that you can just, you know, well, for some it is, but, uh, there will be instances in the podcast process, podcasting process that will involve. A little bit of work it's not just you know talking to people there's editing for example is one of the things that are pretty difficult to do or i should say time consuming to do there's booking of the guests so there's so many things involved i think that's one of the most important parts to really understand what you're getting into a lot of uh, i don't know the exact numbers but there's like this i think on the hundreds of thousands already of podcasts in the grave right They're, they started the show but there were no more updates no, more, no one's updating it anymore. no one's releasing new show. So there's a lot of them out there because I think uh, one of the main reason is this. they either you know, they change their direction, of course, but most of the reason is realizing that it's a lot of work. There's a lot of uh, time involvement and a lot of uh, and it takes time to grow something. Uh, you know, some uh, my first show that I've edited, they got their first sponsor, if we're talking about sponsors, right? uh, After like a first year of doing it, like fiftieth episode, sixtieth episode, what's when they get a sponsor? So, uh, not a lot of people are willing to do that. Like stick to it for a project release on a consistent basis for a year at the very least to get traction with their show. And sometimes they don't even get that. It could be a hundredth episode, right? And sometimes if you're not improving each time, each episode, or just you know trying to figure out what your audience needs are, uh, that. Could also, you know, you could release thousands of episodes and still not getting traction from your show. So there are a lot of things involved in podcasting and it's actually a journey of growing and improving it. So just like anything else worthwhile, right? So yeah, I think that's it. That's the number one thing. Learn about what's involved and be prepared to actually tackle those when you're starting.
0: So we're going back to podcasts editing, a a, you're a podcast editor. So I got Mm. some question that some of my um, colleague and some of my um, listeners as well wanted to ask this, if they want to be a podcast editor like you. The first question Mm. is, how much does an editor cost?
2: (laughs) So what do you mean? Like, uh, uh, oh, oh, like if you hire someone, right?
0: Correct. If so. you hire someone, how much does an editor cost?
2: Well, uh, it depends uh, because there's a lot of uh, ways to do it. You can be a you could be an assistant. You can be someone who works for 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 that person and cover the whole podcasting process. It could be from you know pre production, even during production, you can be on the call, and you can also do editing. Right. So for my case, I focus on what I'm good at. So that's why I focus on editing alone. So it could go as uh, per episode rate, you could go as as, you know, as low as $30 uh, or even as high as a hundred dollars per episode or even more. Right. So depends on the, on what you're providing. If it's just purely audio editing, I think the range for that for one episode, uh, don't take me for it but it could go as low as there's some people who offers 15 dollars per episode to under 120 dollars so that's the range that i'm seeing in the market uh of course if you're uh looking for someone in the us or someone at it, which uh, there's a lot of them as well we're looking at the higher part of that chat there's all you know higher part of that uh, uh range but they're also offering now people now from the philippines for example Are offering this service too so it's up to you how much you charge of course you have to know your market there are market there's a market of uh, who really is willing to invest a lot especially if they have uh, a good funnel already which is one thing you should note by the way so you have to there are some enthusiasts (laughs) like uh, podcast enthusiasts who just want to start a podcast out of a hobby didn't really know what's involved in it and some of them are or most of them are thinking oh i can make money out of podcasting which is a, I i personally believe is a wrong uh you know angle to start with podcasting but instead podcasting should complement what you're offering to the world right uh, usually i look for people who already has this uh clear path of how they want to grow their business so that's uh that's how i look at it so but yeah that's our that's the range of long answer for a range of uh, but that's how i look at it uh, i actually offer packages for my for anyone who wants to start to make it easier for them to decide
0: so yeah so sometimes did you charge by by hours as well or just depend on the package Mostly as don't.
2: well so uh i i you know i you know i just calculate how much my hour would cost in a way and then Convert it. Okay. I'm doing this for quite a while, I know the average time of how how, you know, how long you'd edit one episode. So I'm thinking it's like three hours on average. So I'll just multiply that with my rate that you're thinking, right? So, or, you know, it depends. That's just audio only. If you want to do like video as well, then you can add that up. So, so that's it. I uh, usually offer by package or by episode. That's how I do it. So... As instead of like by the hour but yeah some some podcasts are also do by the hour which is great uh but for me i i rather have that per episode rate to make it simple as possible and to be able to scale as well so
0: next question here is that it's a, I record a video or fv live how can i get my editor what they need to create an audio podcast from it
2: oh okay so they have to get the the video file first, right? I don't know how they do it with their, like, let's say FB. Sometimes you use Facebook, you use Zoom to do FB Live or StreamYard. Actually, there's a way to record through those apps. So depending on where you record, of course, the, the audio or the video, then you can just pull those up. Usually they provide you with an MP4 or a... Uh, a file like Zoom has M4, what was that, file for Zoom. Anyhow, but yeah, you can just get that and convert that. Uh, I think as an editor, you should know what are the difference between MP3 or lossless files like a wave or AIFF and also the other video files. And I uh, I use some app, of course, to convert those if needed. So there are apps like, uh, for, for me, I'm on a Mac, so we use uh, like my, you know, most of my apps that I use, like are uh, the isotope apps can open and convert those files, but there's an app like media human converter, which converts like any kind of audio or video or any file, mostly that with the weird, you know, last names, <laughs> you can convert that, uh, but you have to know as well, which, which, uh, you know, what are those, because in, uh, in a Zoom file or any recording, there are some things that, you you know, the like weird files in there that are actually not audio. So uh, I think you should know those uh, primarily because people might send you that and that's actually not the, it's just an info for that video and not actually the video file. Of course, the file size is a, is a clue to know if it's the right file too. So yeah, you can convert FB videos actually. And download it. Even YouTube, you can download it and convert it to a to
1: audio. We are independent podcast network. We are Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Would you like to hear your brand while supporting quality podcasts? Contact us now at advertise at gorillapodcastsyndicate.com.
0: As a as a podcast editor, have you experienced like a client who is so like perfectionists on on editing that the audio like i in in 15 minutes and 35 this is what you need to do and an hour this you need to remove have you experienced that as a podcast editor a
2: lot a lot so well to be honest all all or almost all of our, 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 mm-hmm. our clients of course who wants to hire someone to edit are in a way perfectionist or who cares. I think the right word is care about their content. That's why they want someone else to do it or just wants someone to listen through it. So there are also who are on the extremes. Of course I got uh, just recently, actually about three weeks ago, uh, someone sent me like this long list of edit notes where she listed all the ums in an episode, like, uh, there were like 60 <laughs> ums in there i just got it when i, I of course i already like uh you know t- taught her on how to do it like you don't have to mention those because we actually listen to it but yeah so those are you know she has that tendency and uh it's hard for them too because they're trusting you to do you know to make them sound good and And that's why a lot of podcasters uh, and I don't know, uh, even I myself has a a podcast, right? Uh, Have a podcast. And I even hate my listening to my voice, own voice, right? So we're very critical with ourselves. And uh, I totally understand that with our clients. And that's why I uh, walk them through the process that it's okay. And eventually, you know, uh, because uh, for me or for for a business owner or someone who's doing a you know, the high-level work for their business and they're doing podcasting to help that, but, you know, they're the host, so they have to show up. I think the least amount of time that they should dedicate, the better, right? And editing is one of those time-consuming stuff that they should delegate. And, yeah, so there comes a point where you need to delegate those tasks so that you can grow and uh, their show. So, yeah, so OC at first, but eventually they learn to... Uh, you know, handle that, create a balance, strike a balance with that. And I help them through that process, of course, so that it's uh, a win-win for everyone.
0: So if our audience or or someone listening right now uh, or watching this um, podcast, what is your advice to people who is interested on jumping on as a podcast editor, so say say from VA, you want to be a podcast editor. What what is your main advice to them, or what mistake that you already see before they jump on as a editor?
2: Sure. So uh, as a, I think uh, primarily, I mean, you you have to love podcasting. I think that's the key here. And you have to really understand what you're doing. So uh, even if, you know, it it could be any app you're using to actually improve the audio. Some I I know a lot of uh, podcast editors or even hosts, uh, to be honest. I mean, not everyone knows about audio engineering and all that stuff, right? That's why we built app. I mean, people around the world built apps like Descript. Or uh, like, uh, all of, uh, was that Ophonic, right? To improve audio, Leveler, the Leveler app. Uh. So I started from there. I have to be honest. I started with a Leveler app and, you know, just figure out, you know, a before and after, I guess, learn what's a good audio and learn what you're doing exactly what you're doing to be to help those podcasters out there because for me i'm very clear with that our company is very clear with that what we're doing we have our mission statement in the back but uh basically it's all about really making that message across for podcasters because they have a message we want to make it as clear as possible to the audience that they're they're targeted audience so we uh you know we make sure that they sound better uh, and uh, so smarter than they are when after, after the recording, and also their guests, right? <laughs> so the guests will love their show because they, you know, they have an editor. So, so yeah, that's that's the key, and everything else, of course, it's all up to you. Now, you you know, there's YouTube University, you can learn from uh, uh, from the, the apps from there, and also for me, uh, when I first started. Of course, I don't have uh, uh, the the purchase power to buy these apps, these uh, you know computers, right? So start lean. I think uh, there will always be a, a way to to do it. Uh, uh, like any, if it's just audio, you know, unless you do video, which requires a lot of processing power. But if it's audio, you can start with really. Not power hungry apps uh, like Audacity, I believe, uh, is not that power hungry. So you can just do that and you know learn the basic compression and all those uh, noise reduction. I think from all the, if if there's one thing, it's noise reduction. You should know how to at least fix a bit how background noise works. There's a lot of tutorials out there, but yeah, just figure that out, and I think you can go and start and learn the other stuff. Until now, I'm even at a battle of learning what a compression is or how to fix audio that's, that's just a different world. There's, you know, you take years to learn that. And for myself, I I'm still learning. I'm still learning as, as I go through this, I'm not an, uh, the whole expert. I learn from other, uh, editors as well. I have, uh, in fact, right now I'm working with someone in the U S as uh, somehow like a partner for his show as well. I do some of his production. So he t- teaches me uh, a lot of things like, because, you know, I'm, uh, I am an editor, but I've gone through that and built a business in a way because I, and that's where my focus at really. Because uh, to be honest, to be able to handle eighty shows, in a regular on a regular basis, you need to have a team, a, a great team. But you don't expect these people to actually have the, you know, the skills that you had that you've learned that I, uh, you know, I've enrolled in this, you know, uh, one thousand uh, dollars course right they they haven't enrolled to that so uh, i have to make a middle ground as well and how we can systemize it and i'm that's what i'm focusing at like really have a good quality product but not necessarily like taking so much time to do that and uh so there are systems in there I, i have like templates and all that so that's what makes this job really fun for me because of that that there, you know you can try to fix things and automate things and AI is one of the things by the way Miko uh, like uh, isotope has this AI already that actually suggests you what are the issue with your with your audio which is amazing so you have to invest in those as well and I invested quite late uh, actually just a couple of years ago that I really purchased this expensive apps to help me with that but nonetheless, Start lean and as you get to hang of it, get the one client that you love, take care of it, take care of them and, you know, grow from there or uh, or ask them that, you know, you want to purchase something, maybe you can help me with this. Uh, this will help our show. Like right. Most of the time, it's just recording, really. <laughs> Riverside solves that. Squadcast and all those amazing apps could help you or uh, as an editor as well because, trash in, trash out. It's also the works the same with gold in, gold out, right? The better the audio, the better it comes out too. So we're not magicians here. We're just here to actually improve it. So whatever we get, that's what what we should work on and not like turn it into magic. It's gonna sound like a Joe Rogan show or something when they had a poor recording, right? So yeah, that's about it.
0: So before the the partnership that you told me about in the U.S., so uh, my question is, the next question I have for you is, as a new podcast editor, uh, is that all right to promote yourself as like a a free editing? Just give me a testimony about it. Is that right or mm, good? So what is your opinion about that? Well,
2: for me, I mean, it's really up to what floats your boat. Right? <laughs> and uh, these are just marketing schemes, right? You can market yourself like that, you can market yourself differently. There's a lot of ways to do it. I I was just lucky that I was able to get that, you know, that client because they needed that. And some most of the podcast editors I know actually started from that as well that they learned, you know, their 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 boss needs them to do the audio. That's why they learned it, and now they they're doing podcast editing as a profession. So uh, it's really up to you. You can start with that. You can uh, you can also you know offer really low rates. I guess that's uh, one possibility. But uh, I think the core of it is really make that uh, uh, like if you get if you ever land a job already with that. I mean, take care of that client in a way. That's I think that's how most people grow it. And, you know, just develop your skills and improve your skills. You can always sell add-ons and, oh, you want this? You can do this. And, you know, so that's how you started. But free, I, it's up to you. You can do it. For me, I still even offer it because I have a capacity to do that. Like, you know, not necessarily free. I hop on a call with them, discovery call. And if they want to give it a try, of course, I ha- you have to have this uh, understanding, too, that they – are in the capacity to actually do it there's a lot of scammers out there a lot of uh you know people who waste your time but you have to have that discernment of okay this is uh worth uh, a, a podcaster to invest uh, a free episode with and sometimes there's a lot of hacks too like uh, for example so i'm gonna give uh, uh, a way to do it like don't edit the full show you know i, I did once actually Who had this, you know, I didn't like feel like he's, you know, (laughs) for lack of better word, worth the time for me to edit the full show because he was sending me a a horrible audio. So what I did was like send him like the first 15 minutes, five minutes, 10 minutes, right? Uh, Whatever, whatever works for you. Send it over. uh, And, you know, this is what it would sound like if you want me to edit the show. And yeah, and I'll finish the show if you're if you're in agreement with. Okay, if you want me to finish the show, maybe we can agree on a a, a small price so that I can continue doing that. So that's a hack. Uh, that's a thing that you can do definitely, um, because if they can't afford to pay for that, then they can't afford <laughs> to hire an editor, right? So, <laughs> so yeah, let's not promote like totally free. It should be a win-win, right? And Have respect for yourself of course as an editor some and it's not a, it's not a, like there's a lot of people in that industry uh, you know it's not just in podcasting right there's so many people crooks in the world just want to mix you know take advantage of people but the thing is you have to discern that and you know i still get those i still get some of those in fact just today you know it's crazy there's just one of my clients who's just like really hard to talk with i think that's also a thing right be willing to let go of those uh Clients was so really difficult. Uh, uh, yeah, that might be your next question or not. <laughs> I'm willing to dig deeper to that, like how to c- discern uh, what a good client is and what's a bad
0: one. <laughs> Actually, that's my next question. So, because <laughs> um, so all of us as a, in podcasting, um, we have our own value. So sometimes it's hard. If our value is not with the client, sorry, mate, I have to let you go. So, so that's my next question to you. If you, what happened if your value is different from the client, or how did you t- tell them? Sorry, we have to part way.
2: Well, it naturally goes there, right? Because uh, you can easily tell from it, and sometimes, yeah, I've had, uh, you know. Cl- clients that I work with because uh, for me communication is key as long as they communicate although you know there's a lot of concerns there as long as we communicate clearly and I'm open to them like okay we need to adjust this pricing or something like this you need to uh, fix yourself and record on time if you want to release your show on time don't give us less last minute work or you know weekend we don't want you know just want to put them into that understanding. as long as communication is there but if I notice that there's a gap in the communication, I think that's one key uh, for a one thing that's uh, part of our values. Like uh, they also have to respect us in a way. So I've had some clients who were really disrespectful before, or prospects that were you know didn't see the value of our work. Which I I, I guess you're better off with someone else, right? So that's what I say. You know, I of course be professional as well, be courteous and all that. I, you know, like someone sent me this uh, just today, actually, which uh, kind of made me feel down today, (laughs) uh, you know, send me this really weird, long message of frustration. And I was that most of it was really like, I mean, like it was coming from why did you say this when we were doing that episode? And we went past that and, you know, and all that. And it was just like, I think it was just finding a reason to cut it. But nonetheless, yeah, they weed out the, you know, there, those are signs. So, so some telltale signs of these abusive and sometimes really not worth the while of a client is, you know, they kind of like disrespect your time. They, they're always in a hurry. They're always like, uh. They kind of tell you like, you know, that, uh, they, you know, the, that the respect part, they don't respect your, you know, the, the way to communicate as well. It's very disrespectful. Uh, I don't know if it's because I'm from the Philippines or whatnot, but, you know, if if they're die- like that, I'd rather not work with them. Right. Also, there are they have no idea about, uh, you know, they, they have no idea about the job and they take it lightly. I think that's another thing. Right. Uh, it's not like. Uh, it's or, or rather they don't try to improve their recordings or their habits of recording, which is uh, crucial for us because that's just a sign that they're also not very passionate about what they're doing. I mean, they probably hate podcasting. They're just forced to do it. So I'd rather not work with them. I'd rather work with someone who loves what they do, who cares for their uh, podcast and have a long-term vision of their podcast because... For me, I would like to work with someone who will stay with me for the next three, four years, right? And I have some clients who actually stayed with me. And actually, the first client that I had is still with me right now. The the, the one that taught me, actually, they're still hosting the show. 400 shows after, I'm still with them. And they created great shows aside from it. So you'll know. You'll know if you find that right one and take care of them, of course. Be up for the challenge and... Uh, just be willing as well to let go if if it's not the right fit it's you know you have to protect your sanity and your have a respect of yourself
0: <laughs> yeah I, I totally agree with you so to our and audience just to let you know Dave also have the, his own podcast as well so if if anyone doesn't know so let's start with the big picture of Philippines which is in 2016. And then you also have a coffee talk. So how did you, so you ha, you're you a podcast editor and now as a podcast editor, you have a lot of work and now you're able to do your own podcast show as well. Is that going to be connected to your business? as um, Well,
2: okay. So the big picture is uh, because I, it's it's basically uh, I was you know I had a partner a co-host who actually pushed me to do it too, and I do editing. Why not start a podcast as well, right? It's easy for us. And actually, just had someone from my team to edit our show. <laughs> so yeah, why not, right? It's easy and all. And I'm also I've also been part of the, a club called Toastmaster. It's an international, cl- uh, you know organization. So uh, we, we love talking. That's why I love, I talk a lot, if you notice in this interview. So I talk long-winded. <laughs> but nonetheless, yeah, so we want to, I love to talk and share about that. But most importantly, is I was starting this business because I hired an assistant back then. I just had one, basically one employee uh, who does it. And I was learning about how to start a business, how to run a business. So Uh, Why not have this ticket, which is podcasting, to interview people, amazing people like you, Miko, or, you know, someone in doing their business already. Like, uh, in fact, we we interviewed some really good uh, entrepreneurs and movers and, you know, group leaders in Cebu, specifically because we're based in Cebu. So we interviewed those people and learned a lot. In fact, you know, it's different when you and we do live, by the way, live recordings. So I mean, and on set. So we go through their places, you know, we meet them, we talk to them, and it's different. There's just, uh, I totally agree with the phrase success leaves clues. And I would say a lot of my, although we're not as consistent with our release on that show, you know, uh, we love, you know, we love onset. And due to the pandemic, we're just doing videos and all that. But the thing is, I've learned a lot from those uh, interviews. Uh, and uh, really, I think uh, I would I owe a lot of my where I'm at now, like handling these clients, handling like seven, 10 people already under me uh, because of that, because of, uh, of meeting these amazing individuals. So, yeah, I, you have to wa- see past through that because sometimes you start a podcast trying to change people. And uh, the person that's changed after is you, <laughs> the one who started it, right? So yeah, that's it. Uh, I I do have time because I have a team to do it. Uh, the coffee talk, it's a it's a different like uh, yeah. I should turn that into podcast. Actually, I'm planning to do that. It's just that I got really busy with all this, you know, uh, with the with the business, and I'm starting this new venture into real estate as well. So it's uh, pretty uh, pretty hectic. But yeah, eventually I I need to step off this. You know, uh, one thing I learned from the business is like they try, to, you know, try to not work in the business but on the business. Uh, so what that means is you slowly separate yourself from the business and let it run on itself. So I'm on that, uh, and hopefully I can get to that level soon. So many things to learn about business. So many things to learn about. Yeah. So that's where I'm at.
0: Thank you so much, Dave. So. Got a last question before wrapping up everything. Um, do you have any final advice to people who is trying to get into podcast editing as a podcast editor? Sure.
2: Uh so I think I kinda of like I like I like the what I mentioned earlier about you gotta love podcasting. So sometimes, you know, uh and I think the thing with me What really got me here, or what I, you know, hold on to this podcast editing is not, for some people, it's not fun. It's a a boring task. If I, you know, listening throughout the episode, cutting those mistakes, it can get really boring in a way. Uh, But for how I got over that is I am a learner at heart. So uh, if you, I always, when I, before I edit a show, I always put, in this, you know, myself, in this mindset that I'm going to learn something out of this that will probably change my life or probably help me, you know, become better, a better person. So no matter what that is, and I think that's a, a really good thing about this too because a lot of podcast editors, you know, you, any, just be honest, we're in it for the money, of course. There's We want to edit because we want to earn. But for me, uh, that's one thing. But the major thing, I mean, I have to complement it with something else so that it makes sense because doing hours of editing, you know, it's, it gets frustrating. So, yeah, for me, I just want to learn. I want to learn anything. And in fact, I have uh, this uh, editing podcast about real estate helped me start something into real estate, got me into this rental, you know, <laughs> buying properties and all. So it's, uh. so that's it. I think that's it. And the mindset that most of these podcasters are really amazing. So uh, I mean, all of them, in fact, uh, because podcast is really, you know, anyone who starts something as a podcast are, are really like, I, I personally believe are the, are, are like the change, you know, the, those who will change the world are like they, they spread the good news. So I personally believe that that they're doing something good and someone actually needs to hear those people because they're experts in their fields, they're or they're trying to be, uh, you know, or they're trying to learn more. So, you know, just be in that mindset to learn and uh, you'll love the job. Uh, for me, I love learning and earning at the same time. And, you know, I love audio. Uh, editing as a way I want to make, you know, I want to make people sound better and I I love the the whole thing about mixing, mastering. Uh, So I think that's it. You just have to love that, those parts. And if you don't, then maybe editing is not for you. (laughs) Or if you, you know, if you, if you don't like that, by the way, if you have a client and you love the booking side of things, or if you want, you know, there's so many things involved and if you don't like editing, you know where to find me. I'll edit the show for you.
0: <laughs> so that's it. <laughs> All right. So, um, if if someone wants to have a chat with you, wanted to connect with you, how they can connect to Dave Visaya? Yes.
2: So, if it's podcast editing or anything related to podcasts, uh, feel free to email us at the uh, uh our, you can find this contact form in my on our on our website. It's podcastengineers.com. So it's uh oh, podcast and engineers <laughs> then so com. So you know I, some people actually I've been in this mastermind of podcast editors, right? And they kind of like diss me for, maybe they're jealous because I got the URL of podcast engineers, which is a cool term to have. But yeah, but, uh, you know, they they, want, they don't want to call it engineers because we're not like engineers. But I, I believe I started that term because it's not just because we're engineers, like audio engineers, but because we try to engineer a podcast to make it sound better. So I think it's still a good term to use. So we're the podcast engineers and you can always find us there. But if you want to connect with me personally, uh, yeah, Facebook might be the right way or LinkedIn. So you can connect with me on LinkedIn. So Dave Visaya on LinkedIn is
0: uh, one of the best ways to connect. Thank you so much, Dave. Before I let you I let you go, I got one question you posted this on Twitter on April 13. I just want an oh, wow. explanation about this one. So you say on you posted on the Twitter saying everyone's doing the best way they can. 99% of people are good. I choose to believe that. Can you elaborate that?
2: Yeah, yeah. So that's uh, really good. (laughs) You're very observant, Nico. So (laughs) I think uh, in the world, right, we choose what we believe in. There's these half full, half empty people. And, you know, it's really up to you (laughs) what you believe in, right? Henry Ford once said that if you're going to succeed, if you think you're not, then you're both correct, right? It's what you believe in, what your perception of the world. And uh, I always want to believe because we meet, as I mentioned earlier, there's this crooks and there's this people who take advantage of you. Well, you know, they're the minority. I choose to believe that, that there's they're the minority. And uh, for me, most of the people, or at least what I believe in, I always give them the benefit of the doubt that, you know, we're just doing our thing in this world. We're just trying our best to, uh, you know, provide for our family, for ourselves and for the people we care about. And we're just generally that, I mean, I don't, I don't believe that there's, you know, uh, a quick side note, I love traveling before the pandemic. (laughs) And, you know, you, the more you see the world, the more you realize that everyone's just doing their thing. Like, you know, the vendor out there doing their thing, they're, they're just doing their thing. They just want to put food in their, you know, for their family or for their, from themselves. And, and if you think about it, we're just, You know, we're just trying our best uh, each day, and just be kind, I guess. Uh, And that kind of put me into perspective that, you know, let's just be kind to others. You know, I've been late. I have to be honest. I was late on this call, but I'm so honored. Uh, I'm so happy that Miko was really kind to me. I mean, uh, you know, so I think those things uh, makes the world a better place. Like, let's just be kind to each other. We're just trying our best, and yeah, if we can help each other, the better, right? So,
0: on that note. Thank you, Dave, for your explanation, elaboration on that beautiful tweet that you've done on April 13th. And thank you so much to my sponsor. This is the Deaf and Third Training Services, which is on our video podcast. This is the first time that they're going to do a sign language on our video podcast. So hope this is for our deaf community as a pay word for them. And also, thank you for my podcast management service, Kangaroo Firm Media Lab, and our podcast network as well, Guerrilla Podcast Syndicate. Thank you so much. See you next week
1: you for listening. Make sure to visit our website at www.guerillapodcastsyndicate.com where you can subscribe to the show in Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, or via RSS, so you'll never miss a show. While you're at it, if you found value in this show, rate and review in this podcast and share it with your friends. You can also join the conversation with Guerrillas RV on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Please consider on making a donation to help us keep making the podcast you love. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. Podcast Syndicate Production.